Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Howard J. Dingers. And this is Three Count Review. Welcome to Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw and SmackDown Live Review. Do I have everybody's attention now? Welcome to the most must-hear WSUW sports podcast in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I am your host, KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Dingers, and I am joined, as always, by returning Connor J.D. Moore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this kind of is my first one in a while since spring break, ain't it? Since spring break? Has it like, been spring break? It was like three weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, no, you just missed the one show because of baseball. That's right. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, you just missed Monday. Work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Special guest Carter on. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, everything is all hunky dory. I'm back. Oh, Good. also. Yes. Uh, I guess time to pick up with a question of the day thing. Oh, okay. All right. So, question because, and I preface this with I think I already have my my mind made up on this part. Okay. But I want outside of, but I kind of want your opinion on it because obviously you like sports. You love sports just as much as I do. Right. So you know my affiliation with the Chicago Red Stars. Yes. You know how much I love them. You know my past experience with them. Yes. Their home opener is this Saturday, but obviously I can't go because money. Money. But then there's next Saturday. Yeah. Next Saturday is also, you know, how Madison has that new how Madison has that new soccer team and everything. Um, you're really trying to throw her off right now, aren't <laughs> no, you? No, and I probably shouldn't. <laughs> you probably shouldn't. <laughs> you probably should I was should. trying to get it at the very beginning. Right. Anyway. In case, I, since this is not a visual podcast, uh, we're next door to a class right now, and one of our dear friends, Anne-Marie, is presenting as we speak. <laughs> so, and she's doing Superhero. it on superheroes. Cool. Yeah. All right, but anyways. So, but you know Madison has oh that soccer. that new game is next week. I know. But... Anyway, oh, sorry. Oh God, next week. You know what else is next week? What? Sorry to cut. Uh, we're, we're jumping everywhere. The NFL draft is next week. So we're going to talk about that after the show. Continue. <laughs> Yo, is everything happening next week? I think so. Anyway. Well, apparently Mifflin's next week. Um, So, you know Madison has that new soccer team that's the inaugural in the USL, like the Ford Madison FC. Or I did not know that, but oh, now I do. They do. Their their first their very first regular season home game in franchise history is next Saturday as well. Mind you, that's in Madison, right. an hour away. Right. The Red Stars have a home game next Saturday as well at seven p.m. Mind you, Bridgeview, where the Red Stars play, is two hours away. Oh. Okay. But all, and everything like that. Which one, which one would be more intriguing to you? Going to a game that you've going to a game of the Red Stars where you've seen most of the players. However. However, most of those players are going to be gone within a month because they'll be overseas for the Women's World Cup and probably won't come back till the, the end of summer. Yeah. And on the and on the opposing team, yeah. So would you rather go to that or would you go to that or would you go to quite literally history in Madison? Mm, I mean, there's a lot of factors I, madison's closer yes because it's the first i i'd probably go with the madison you go with you going to, to yeah. madison one just because it's closer you've seen a red stars game before oh i've seen several i yeah. think i think i think i'm, I'm at least pushing well over so 10. i think the opportunity to see this first game ever you know especially mm. it being closer i think that's probably a better opportunity yeah. 
Oh yeah, like I said, I'm like my mind was made up on like Madison because I definitely yeah. want to go to that. But I like, but and like I want to. I'm probably gonna try to get to a Red Stars game before you know the national teamers go off and do their thing before the World Cup this year. But, Fair. Yeah, but yeah, so I might be going to going to going to, to Madison not for Mifflin uh, next Saturday. I'll be going. Good for, luck. I know. I was talking. I was talking about it on the phone last night, and we were just like, "Man, <laughs> traffic's gonna suck." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. Like uh, just getting into Madison. Yeah, that'll be interesting. All right. Well, today is the return of three count review, as you heard by the intro. Uh, so we are going to be talking about Raw and SmackDown. We will be doing a brief review of the shows. We will be focusing the majority of the show on the Superstar Shakeup because it's the Shakeup. It's big, and there aren't a lot of storylines that are coming out of the shakeup yet. The all this because there's still four weeks before Money in the Bank, so the the, the storylines are gonna start next week. I was really. gonna say I don't think there's anything story wise. There's the last one, <laughs> and they literally opened up Raw. <laughs> um, so so yeah, let's crank through the review, and then we'll get to the actual shakeup, which obviously we're gonna touch exactly. on. Shake and you up. have the and you have the full. Th- I'm assuming you'll have the full list up of all those that sw- yes, that trade awesome yeah apparent well yeah we'll get to it okay so raw opened up with stephanie and shane uh in the ring and you'll have to really fill me in on these because i did not watch a lick of raw i mean i watched a little bit of raw and i watched zero smack it it literally opened up with stephanie and she was like hey welcome to the shake-up uh let's bring out shane and shane came out and then i'm assuming he got booed out the building oh absolutely yeah and he did his whole you know announcer shtick where he was like do it better with mike rome this time mike rome did a good job and yeah so then they were they were about to announce the first shake-up star and then <laughs> shane i don't know if it was planned like this or if someone missed something but shane was just like well hold on before that we should just remind everyone what happened in the last couple of weeks, uh, you know, with like WrestleMania. Let's just show some highlights of WrestleMania. And he said that, and then they just showed pictures of Shane beating up Miz in front of uh, Miz Dad at Fastlane. Miz Dad. Miz Dad. <laughs> so that's what I like to call him. Miz Dad. Miz Dad. Yeah, that was, that was such a weird – it was really weird. <laughs> but then Stephanie was like, okay, cool. Now we can do the shakeup. And the first star is – Miz. Miz's music hit, and Shane was like, oh, no. Well, th- they didn't even announce it. She was like, the first the first shakeup star is Miz's hit, music hit. Stephanie was like, oh, no, what's happening? And then Shane ca- or Miz came from the crowd and attacked Shane, and they had a little spot. Uh, Miz started bleeding from the side of the head oh, that, all down his face. It was, was Did that cut from Mania open up again, I'm assuming? Or was it a different cut? Because he was bleeding off the side of his head at Mania. That was more towards the back, I think. Okay. This one, I've heard conflicting reports. I've heard that Shane punched him in the head, which I believe, because <laughs> Shane is known to punch very hard. Um, and I also heard that he may have busted himself open with a chair because uh, um, he grabbed a chair to attack Shane at one point. But, yeah, the, I mean the, the – Now, side conversation. I'm sorry to interrupt. You're good. But I remember at Mania you guys were talking about, even though, like, Shane McMahon, the performer, isn't really, you know – all that high and mighty, but Shane McMahon, the guy behind the scenes, is this match like overall this great guy. Apparently, like he's who's a like super, like who's like super in tune with the company and the fans and everything. Yeah. And I think you and Josh were talking about it. So, so you'll have to remind me of that. Like, me and Nate. Yeah. Was it you? Like, and, yeah. You, you guys are gonna. You'll have to remind me of that. Like, it can even be after the show too, I mean, so we're not. The 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 short story of it is, uh, 
Shane was told by Vince that Triple H and Stephanie were getting the majority of the company eventually. Shane didn't like that, so Shane left WWE. He went and built his own billion-dollar company overseas, I think, over... Yeah, what company was Japan that? Japan or something. like I don't even know what the company was. I don't think it had anything to do with wrestling. Right. It might have. I don't remember. Well, I know his wife. But then I know his wife is also like a director and everything. Like yeah. And so that, but then eventually after he did that, I, he, he either sold or maybe he still has some sort of share in it. But then he just came back because he loves wrestling. And the, this whole, the, his whole storyline right now is like people people have always used not used me but like asked me what i can do for them type of thing and that's a real thing where he people come to him to help them out in their career and like that kind of stuff and he always does obviously the heel persona is not real where he he, he does help a lot like off screen shane is a good guy i was gonna he, say because he, he, he and he loves the con he loves wrestling he loves the company i was gonna say you guys are talking about like a bunch of stuff that he has like behind the scenes and everything yeah. so i'm kind of curious about all of that yeah but it's pretty interesting nice. but yeah so miz and shane now on raw is she, I, I, I guess Shane isn't it Shane's technically a McMahon so he's don't, technically, aren't they aren't they kind of brand fluid because they're not the authority but the authority in kayfabe they eliminated the general managers yeah but it, Stephanie still is the commissioner of Raw and Shane is still the commissioner of Smackdown right but I you, use air quotes for the audios right but you see but you've seen in several Raws and Smackdowns every last one of them from Triple H Shane, Stephanie, even to Mr. McMahon himself, who's well, yeah. chairman, he could just is just drifts depending on the brand. Right, the, they aren't very clear on the rules about that. So like, because like they're like I'm the just assuming body. But. I'm just assuming that Shane and Miz are just on Raw now. I mean, Shane could do whatever the hell he wants. I feel Miz is definitely on Raw. Well, yes, Miz was the first uh, star to get shaken up for that. So yeah, we're gonna talk more in depth about the actual impact of the shakeup after the review so then we had an eight-man tag match and it was the raw tag team champions of kurt hawkins and zach Ryder, tagging with the newest stars of officially now officially monday night raw they have their nameplates and everything alistair black and ricochet hell yeah salty about that we'll get to that and uh versus the revival who are staying on raw versus the Viking experience of Ivar and Eric. Formerly known as Hanson and Rowe of, of the, the War Raiders. Raiders. I am never calling them the Viking experience. I don't think anyone. Well, they made them change their names and everything. To, uh, why? Yeah, that's the one that, that's, a, that's the thing. So why? My question is why? It's 2019. Vince will never put anything with the word war on, on, sh on the show. Which makes complete sense. In my mind, 100%, I get it. Why the Viking experience? <laughs> the Viking experience. Which, I can get over that. That's so 19... That I can get over. As much as it sounds like a ride at Disneyland, I can get over it. What I can't get over is changing Hanson and Roe to Ivar... Ivan? Ivar. Ivar. Ivar and Eric. Which one's whom? Eric is... Eric is Roe. Eric is Rowe. Be you know how I remember that? Eric Rowan. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> and then Hansen then is Ivar. I mean, they're Viking or names. Ivar. I think it's Ivar. Ivar, yeah. It's it's stupid. It's something straight out of. Why not Hansen and Rowe? It's straight out of the 80s and 90s and so old school events, and it hurts. I get changing the War Raider. Or the war yeah, War I mean, he's, he's still going to get War Chance. That's the thing. They were still doing that, and that. 
that might hurt them. Anyway, I get changing War Raiders. That makes sense. Right. And you can't just be the Raiders, obviously. Right. NFL. Can't be the Vikings, obviously. So, like, I I think they could have come up with a better name. Maybe they'll change it again. I'll get over that. Mm-hmm. At su- at one point, everyone thought The Undertaker was a stupid name. Everyone thought Mankind was a stupid name. People I mean, get, when you c- that kind of stuff we can get but over. But the thing is, they didn't come up from a developmental thing and, no, build, but- a, and build a brand as a, cer- as a certain I- name. I'm just saying, that- eventually, if they have a decent career over the next year, no one will really care. I don't They're think. They're still going to be Hanson and Rowe. See, that's the thing. I just can't get over the, those names. But anyway, um, they the the War Raiders won. They they hit they specifically pinned Zack Ryder. They looked very good. They're still doing their flipty do stuff. Um, they did not come out with their NXT Tag Team Championships. It was mentioned that they are the current Tag Team Champions, but they did not bring their belts out, which I think is stupid. It would make them look a lot better if they came out with the belts. Yeah. What like if you're debuting a new act and they have championships? Doesn't that add credibility to them if they're holding right. tag team gold? I don't know. It's whatever. But I believe, I would assume, and they're also heels because they tagged with the Revival. I would assume this is setting up War War Raiders versus Hawkins and Ryder. Maybe. I would assume. Um, Let's see here. Ah, the next, uh, the next shakeup was Andrade. Coming over with Selena Vega uh, to face Finn Balor, non-title match, and Andrade won. Yeah, in I saw, a I very, saw. very good match. I saw that it was really good. Very good match. Uh, Zelina is back to. They're not a mixed tag team anymore. They're kind of back to Andrade and his manager Zelina, mm-hmm. it, and she she did her whole NXT shtick where she is very good at interfering. She's in the right spot every time. She does a beautiful hurricane run on Finn Balor um into the barricade and yeah she zelina is good andrade is good this is good i think even though they didn't do much on smackdown he did enough and now this is kind of like a new spot for him where he can build himself so i i very much like that um then we had elias singing and got interrupted by Rey mysterio who is the next shake-up star So good, they can continue Andrade versus Ray. That was my first worry when Andrade came over, was we didn't get to see the culmination of Andrade Ray. Well, now we do. Um, but Ray Ray sent Elias packing. Out comes Lars Sullivan. So at the time, Lars was named a Ross superstar. We'll come back to that because <laughs> I, I know exactly what where you're going. But no, this was good. I. Uh, he beat up Ray. Ray actually got in a decent amount of like reversals and offense, so it showed a little vulnerability in Lars, which I think is good. Right. Uh, you don't want to make. I mean, it's it, it's not going to hurt him to make him look like a monster right away, but I think to kind of quicken that process and like show weaknesses early like this could make his matches early on more interesting. We'll see. Depends on who he feuds with first. Um, then we had <laughs> so we had Bobby Roode and Chad Gable come out. And they were cutting a promo on how shake up, blah, blah, blah. We can beat any tag team out there. While they're cutting this promo. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. The name <laughs> I saw it live. So did I. So, I did, so did I. I laughed was, my ass I was off. crying so hard. So <laughs> I think the nameplate for Bobby Roode and Chad Gable were supposed to come up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Instead, 
the nameplate popped up and it says the Usos. <laughs> I laughed so hard because I knew I as soon as they came out and they started talking, I figured this is where the new, the Usos were coming over because I figured they were coming over anyway. But then when that nameplate popped up, it was super funny. But yeah, Usos came out and they won. Uh, double super kick, double splash combo. Usos on Raw is very good for the Usos. Yes. They've done, and it's very good for Raw. The Raw tag team division has been crap. And they kind of have a loaded division. They now. have a very loaded division. If Alistair Black and Ricochet stay together, mm -hmm. uh, War Raiders, Usos, Revival, Zach, Zach Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Presumably AOP when they get back. Yes, AOP when they get back and Ascension. Oh, is Ascension crossed over? No, they've been on Raw. Oh, yeah. And right. technically, Breezango. No, they're SmackDown, aren't they? I don't think so. Cause Exa we'll get to that, because Xavier made a big deal about Tyler Breeze not being on SmackDown. Because okay. he does that every year. It's kind of funny. Um, so, yeah. Good on the Usos. I think that's very good for them. Oh, God. Okay. Then we had a moment of bliss, <laughs> which I thought we were done with, because she started wrestling again, but apparently not. But this was actually a very good segment. Not because it was a moment of bliss or anything to do with Alexa. <laughs> it was very good because Sami Zayn is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Sami Zayn, he came out. The crowd was singing his music uh, top of their lungs. The music stopped. He was dancing his heart out. The music stopped. He sat down. The music started again. <laughs> he started dancing again. And they the started going the again. Sing, and and they, then the, the crowd just And then he sits down. Off. The music stops. The crowd keeps singing his music. It starts up again, and he keeps dancing, and he's he just looks winded, but he's just dancing. He's dancing. The music stops again, and then Alexa was like, "Wow, that was pretty cool." He's like, "Oh, you thought that was cool?" And then he go, and then he starts the ole ole ole. The entire arena was doing it. It was just incredible. It it, it was super fun. And then heal Sammy mm -hmm. in an instant, where he was like, "Yeah, I'm happy to be back. You know, I get to hang out with my friends and family, but uh." You know, I, I really only I only missed the city of Montreal. I didn't really miss the people at all. <laughs> it was so just like I wouldn't do the promo justice if I actually said like anything that he said because like he just he played it perfectly. Sami Zayn is he's just fantastic, and I can't wait for him to start doing more stuff uh, on Raw. So and it wasn't he is officially a member of Raw, which is I I think very good to keep Sammy and Kevin separate for a while to eventually do another um uh, program with the two but yeah very good segment i recommend watching it next we had <laughs> so first we had a backstage segment and bailey was on the phone presumably on an answering machine saying sasha where are you pick up call me back i was like yikes okay because sasha is <laughs> on rough terms with wwe right now they're wondering if she's even gonna come back <laughs> um and um lost my job. oh yeah so she was on the phone and then the iconics come out and they're like oh where's your tag team partner oh what's that what's wrong where's sasha and they were like oh, the iconics. I'll, give, I'll give wwe credit they sure do know how to capitalize on like real <laughs> they real really issues do. like and they've been doing a good job of that the recently. iconics were fantastic in this video like literally so good um and they, and they were like, "Well, it looks like you're not getting your tag titles back anytime soon." Um, and then Bailey said, uh, "Shut your mouth. Uh, we're gonna have a tag team match tonight. I'll just find myself a new partner." Okay, cool. Well, the Iconics come out, and Bailey comes out, and who is her partner? 
but a, a shake-up star, Naomi. Okay. Well, they don't separate. They don't separate married couples. Married couples. Andrade and Charlotte are separated. <laughs> Not a married couple. Right. Uh, yeah, and uh, God, I, Naomi, I, Naomi pinned one of them with a split leg moonsault. I don't like this. I don't like the Iconics losing to Bailey and Naomi. Neither do I. Specifically because of what happened on SmackDown with Bailey. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why, why not have Bailey eat a pin there, like Finn did earlier? You know mm. what I mean? Right. I just I I didn't like that at all. I'm sorry. I'm not a fan of the hat on the opposite room. Oh God. <laughs> Let's not talk about it. Yeah, so I... The, the blinds are open. I have no choice but to. You don't have to bring it up. Anyway. Um, <laughs> You're right. Yeah, so I I like that Naomi's on Raw. I think that'll be good. The Raw women's division needs someone like that. Yeah. She can put on some good match. She is good in the ring, so she, she'll be good. Um, then we had... Okay, so this one was interesting. We had... EC3 came out, and apparently during the commercial break, he said, I need... I want some competition come back from commercial break braun Strowman comes out no match he just put him through the stage <laughs> just choke slam through the stage well i mean ec3 is now an official member of can we talk about the absolute lack of any form of pop ec3 got because that's what happens when you essentially bury yeah, a guy like what they've given them no reason to pop for ec3 so my thing is like did he... When they called him up and made the big fuss about him, did he do did he do something backstage? No. Was he like was he like in Vince's doghouse for whatever reason? Because they did jack shit with him. You would think he would he would be a Vince Golden Boy because he's big, he can talk, he's charismatic, <laughs> he's not a great wrestler, but no. he's charismatic. You would think he would be he's perfect. A, he's for a Vince Monday. guy, yeah. I don't know, but okay. So apparently, this was supposed to be a Samoa Joe segment. Really, Samoa Joe has the flu or some sort of illness, so he could not travel to mm-hmm. montreal so i'm assuming later this sometime during this week i guess they're announcing more shake-up moves oh this week i guess when did they announce Raw. that i don't know I, this is what just what i've heard from mm-hmm. like wrestle talk okay. so i would assume either then or on raw they'll just announce that joe is moving because they're not going to keep the u.s and intercontinental belt no, on smack if anything they would have them both on raw right but so it's it's obviously assumed samoa joe's going over to raw correct so is is Braun staying on Raw? Because you need Correct. a kind of bigger face guy. Yes. It would be it, the program is gonna be Braun versus Joe that they set up. Because I'm trying to think of all the singles face guys on Raw. And Seth, Braun, Miz question mark. Yep. Am I mi- <laughs> I mean roster technically I mean Alistair and Ricochet, I Al- wish. Al- but they're but EC3. you know like, but like straight up but like straight up face guy. Yes, yeah, Cedric is oh, a straight up face. Oh, Cedric versus Joe would be fantastic. Eric Young apparently. Eric Young. Yes. Sanity is dead. Yes, yeah, san- well cuz one left. One left the company. Yes. Can't remember which and one it is. he's leaving. I don't think it's official. Well, he's gone. Not necessarily because there's also reports that he may just be jumping over to NXT slash NXT UK. He said goodbye WWE. Yeah. And there has not there has not been an official release yet. But in that tweet he did say Rip Sanity. Killian Dane said Rip Sanity. Obviously Eric Young is on Raw now. So Sanity is dead. And they never even had Nikki Cross. Um during this segment we also had the well, earlier in the night we had the Bird Raptor. So the Bird Raptor 
it's literally it's a box a puppet of a bird pops out and it laughs and it's wearing a hawaiian shirt that's all it does it sounds like bray wyatt the laugh does i'm assuming it's bray wyatt so now there's also another video package that plays later in the night where it's like a dollhouse with a bunch of creepy dolls and it's a rocking horse and the rocking horse is like landing on a bear on the neck and then there's like a bunch of creepy other things and then it goes to this doll in a rocking chair like a ventriloquist doll and the eyes move and it laughs and then it yeah all right so assuming this so assuming this is bray is he is he ditching the eater of worlds thing is now turning into some puppet master guy I, yeah Which i I'm, hope it i hope it's like a literal not a literal like a puppet master like like kind of like champa was trying to do where he he's the puppet master and he controls people type of thing not literally but like mentally like convincing people to do stuff that kind of thing right i hope it's not anything supernatural i hope he's not a literal ventriloquist because <laughs> i think they could add it they can braid's character you can add layers to it but there's only just go back to the not supernatural cult leader that was the best part of bray and that's what they should keep doing it's weird but but those promos aired on both raw and smackdown did they yes so we have no idea where bray's going so it so it is pretty much loosely confirmed that it's Bray. Loosely, yeah. Everyone assumes it's Bray. Okay. I don't know who else it would be. Maybe um, they're separate promos, and one of them is Eric Young to be repackaged. But the general consensus is that it's Bray. Um, so then we had Becky Lynch defeated Ruby Riot. Decent match. I like Ruby. Um, Riot Squad were out there. After the match, Natalia comes out, and she says. Congrats, you were the first person to pin Ronda Rousey. Um, blah blah blah. But uh, I, I'm a veteran, and I know that I can't just sit back and wait for my opportunities. I have to, I have to come out and earn them. So I want a, I want a title shot. You know, I, I want to go after your Raw Women's Championship. Well, this brought out Lacey Evans, who actually cut a promo, and she said, <laughs> "Let's say Lacey speaks." Lacey speaks. She came out and said, uh, "No, no, no! I'm supposed to get this title match, but." I talked to management backstage, and... But, but yeah, by using her assets, essentially. Yeah, she literally said she... If, you, if you're a woman who has freaking... I'm trying to think of how she actually worded it, but she literally... Yeah. Um, she literally said that she uh, basically used her, I guess, assets, <laughs> as you put it, to convince Have the McMahon. Someone who has a lot of influence. Yeah. And she, she kept on yeah. making, like... like like she certain, implied like, that she did sexual favors to someone to earn a championship number one contendership match. That's well, she did with a lot of her like body movement. I was just like lacy. She leaned forward when she said it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, ah, she announced she'd curried favor with the McMahons to sanction a match with Natalia, where the winner would get first crack at Raw Women's Championship. Yeah. So, I I don't know. Whatever. Uh, so yeah. So then we had Lacey versus Natalia interesting match Lacey does not look fantastic i i'm a fan of her work but she did look a little off in this match i personally put that a little towards natalia but that's whatever um she won with a woman's right out of nowhere which looked great and is the woman's right now becoming the rko <laughs> it, it will because like it's such a perfect you can hit it anywhere you really could it's it's going to and i really but like it's that. essentially just a right hook or does she do like a little charge nope. like a load up thing she does it? no she it's just a but she like follows through the way she does it it looks great. okay because i didn't watch this match so I'd, 
and I've never fully seen like the like the woman's no, right like looks, just utilized. It looks really good. I does it? I'm a big fan of the finisher. And okay. then she did. Uh, hey, question: Is she on a uh, 2K19? Yeah, she is. She's part of the DLC, I think. Is she? Yes. Okay. Um, she after the women's right, she actually went up, and she stood on the second rope facing the ring. She jumped up to the top rope while doing a 180, and then moonsault. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah. Damn. I don't know if any. I'm trying to think of who does it. There's someone in the independent scene who calls it the best moonsault ever, where they do like a triple jump into a moonsault. Mm-hmm. I don't remember, but it was basically that. But it was only one jump up to the top rope. It was. It looked good. She mistimed it, or she misjudged it a little, and <laughs> landed basically just on her knees. Landed in Natalia's rib cage. <laughs> mm. It didn't look very good. But I mean, the initial moonsault looked pretty good. But yeah, Lacey won, so it's gonna be Lacey versus Becky. At Money in the Bank, I believe. I don't think that's confirmed, but it's confirmed that she's getting a title match. There's no way they're dropping a, a belt this early in Becky's run, are they? I don't think so. Because if they're going to drop any of them, I would think it would be the SmackDown belt. Not necessarily. I've been thinking about this, and if someone else brought it up, I don't remember if it was Cultaholic or Wrestle Talk, but you might want to keep your biggest star on SmackDown for the Fox deal. That's why they moved, That's why they shifted Roman. But a women's star. Charlotte's big enough. She is. Becky is as because she has both belts. She's on both brands. Yes. But H- hence why I think they can't take it off of but Becky right after Mania. She is still listed as a SmackDown star. She technically did not go over in this in the Superstar Shakeup. All right. So let's play hypothetical situation here. Okay. Let's say in one of the, in one in one of in my opinion would 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 be one of WWE's dumbest decisions and even further undermines the the main event of WrestleMania more than it slightly already was. Um they have they have Becky drop one they have Becky drop the raw belt to Lacey Evans and Money in the Bank. Which would be fucking horrible in my opinion. I made it twenty nine minutes, I'm good. <laughs> I said ask a couple minutes ago. Um and let's say that that confirms that Becky just becomes full like you what she she gets her not mandatory rematch clause, but we all know she's going to get back at her. So the not, so the non, she gets the rematch. But then she goes straight over to SmackDown. Who is Raw's biggest woman's face then? <laughs> they have no one. Hence why I think Be- Becky. Sasha. Becky. <laughs> she's not going to come. WWE said that they're confident that she's returning at Money in the Bank. Well, that's great, but it, she's. They're going to boo her. Alexa. Do do you turn her face? I mean, Could because she's been drifting with her promos. Because now you have Ruby and Sarah Logan, who are, I would assume would split up. Oh yeah, because Liv. Because Liv is now on SmackDown. The women, yeah, it's really it's not a strong women's roster on on Raw, which is why I think Becky should. That's why I'm thinking that, Becky's staying. I think they should, but I'm just saying, they, you know, she could drop the SmackDown belt and just stay. I think, full, and just stay full time Raw. Yeah, I think. I think the if any if she drops it when she drops a belt, it's going to be the SmackDown. Hasn't she one. basically been SmackDown for the majority of her career? Yeah, yeah, she was drafted to SmackDown. She needs a she needs a raw run. Mm-hmm. It's literally the same thing as the Usos, even though the Usos were on smacked or were on Raw once upon a time. It's same with AJ. Basically, yeah, it's literally all three the of a- them were drafted to SmackDown and have and stayed ba- there, right? And basically made SmackDown what it is. They yeah. all need raw runs. I, yeah, I agree. Um, so speaking of AJ, we had uh, God, <sighs> we had the trio, the mid card of Doom, reuniting. 
uh, versus Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns versus a or with a mystery partner, which was the last shakeup move. And it televised shakeup move. Televised shakeup move. Yeah, for Raw. And it was AJ Styles, which I'm fully behind. I think he has done everything on SmackDown, and he brings a different level of competitiveness to Raw. I can't wait to see the hopeful AJ Styles, Seth Rollins match. I hope. I wouldn't mind AJ going heel either. Neither would I. He's a phenomenal heel. Pun intended. Um, (laughs) And, yeah, basically, uh, they worked over Roman the majority of the match and then hot tagged to AJ. Phenomenal forearm. AJ picks up the win. AJ trimmed his beard. He did. And he has mutton chops. I don't like it. He looked a little like Nick Jackson. Matt Jackson. I don't like it. It's a new look. I I actually don't mind that kind of stuff. Because I remember, I think it was two years ago when Kevin Owens was the United States champion. He was on Raw, and he had his long hair, his long spiky hair, and his super long beard. Mm -hmm. He got got shaken up to SmackDown, and he showed up on SmackDown, shaved head, trimmed beard, and new look. And I really like that. Because the shakeup is supposed to be like a refresh of the character. So Mm -hmm. I I don't mind stuff like that. I wish he would have trimmed his hair. Maybe even come in with the little with the short hair like TNA AJ. I wouldn't mind that at all. But anyway, that would be this, weird if AJ showed up with like short hair I, AJ. I want it because I really I, like that look for AJ. Yeah. I don't mind the long hair. I that I, I think the long hair has become a staple for him. I, yeah, I like the long yeah. hair. I wouldn't mind him cutting it to what it was when he debuted again. But, oh yeah, yeah, it was shorter when he debuted. But yeah, that was raw. Uh, we'll get to the rest of the shakeup uh, moves after the SmackDown review. So we opened with the Kevin Owens show. With the new day as the guests, and it was basically just Kevin. Kevin got a huge ovation because they're in Montreal, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin cut a promo in French and translated it. Said something along the lines of, "Because I'm in Montreal, and I love it here. My friends and family are here. This is my WrestleMania moment." And it was super cool. Got a huge. Where'd you pop. get the translation for that? I somewhere online. I don't remember that tweet. I think I saw it on. Um, I figured that's what he said. He said WrestleMania. <laughs> so. Yeah, um, basically, congratulated Kofi, blah, blah, blah. And then he said, uh, as you guys have noticed, Big E isn't here, but that's not because he got moved to Raw. He's just injured with a quad injury right now. He's out of he's out of action. Isn't it? I thought it was his meniscus. I thought he tore his meniscus. Is it? It was a meniscus tear. He's at, oh, I thought it he's was not cleared for at least six weeks. Oh, that's not bad then. Cause, yeah, I'm going to say, because with the meniscus tears, it really depends on how you hurt it and everything. And they I take. Thought, and I they thought t- I heard quad at some point. I don't. I oh mean, no! Who was? Someone else was a quad injury. Right. I'm gonna say with meniscus tears. <laughs> Demarcus get, Cousins. <laughs> yeah. With meniscus tears, you can either not get surgery, let it kind of sort of heal on its own, or get a surgery on it. And depending on how invasive it is or how much you get repaired, there's a, basically from what I know, and even from what my dad has told me, because my dad has two destroyed meniscuses, mm-hmm. still walking on them. She was out for a while. Like, and basically, from what I know from him and everyone who's had it or just knows a thing about knees, mm-hmm. they're just like, if you had to hurt something in the knee or tear something in the knee, it's the meniscus if you had to Actually, pick one. My sister because that is the least, because that's the least recovery time in comparison to all the other ones. Oh, okay. My sister in a water skiing accident tore her meniscus and her ACL, I think. Fuck. It was two different things. It was one of the CLs. But anyway. MCL? Yeah. It, oh. might, it might have been. It was one of the two. Okay. Along but, with the meniscus. Yeah, I mean, you... ACLs, MCLs, and LCLs are, are, are gonna are gonna yeah they're gonna take you upwards to a year. Meniscuses can take you I don't know 
absolute maximum three, four months. Yeah. Maybe. So, so, so then Kevin was like, all right, guys, so you guys have a tag team match against Rusev and Nakamura later tonight. You don't have Big E. What if I joined you guys for the night? And uh, the crowd went crazy. And he was like, I can call myself Big K. No, 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 that's stupid. Big O, Big O is much funnier. <laughs> now, apparently there's a stadium in Montreal called the Big O, and that's a joke to everyone there. Hmm. People think it's stupid, so great line. Um, but Big O is fantastic. Also, the plan Big E, fantastic. Um, so, yeah, New Day basically said he had to prove himself. He had, They were like, are you willing to wear a crop top? <laughs> are you willing to <laughs> – he was like, we can talk about it. Uh, <laughs> are you willing to eat pancakes? Are you willing to uh, dance and stuff like that? So they had like a little dance where he was shaking his hips. He wore, they, Kofi put his crop top on Kevin. Or it, looked like a, it looked like a bra. <laughs> <laughs> and then, it, he, yeah, they put a unicorn horn on him. Uh, yeah, so Kevin is an honorary member of New Day for the night. I'm sorry, but I when so, I when I first saw that I was like, this screams Kevin Owens heel turn somewhere in the horizon. It the horizon. really does, but at the same time, I don't want it to. <laughs> I like face Kevin. So do I. Um, this is not the first time Kevin has done this. A picture has resurfaced of Kevin dressed as the Young Bucks when he was Ring of Honor champion, <laughs> and he's like dancing in the middle with them while they're posing. Awesome, awesome stuff. Oh my goodness. Um, it was announced that Buddy Murphy is joining SmackDown Live. Dope. I love I this. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. I hope that they ho- handle him right. Just imagine. Just imagine. Money in the bank. Mm-hmm. Ladder match. Finn Balor defending his Intercontinental Championship against Buddy Murphy and Mustafa. Well, Ali. Sorry. But just imagine that triple threat. You could even throw in someone else in there. I don't even care. Ah. Anyway. <laughs> um. So, yeah. Th- this brought out a bunch of different skits. They... The, uh, Kofi brought Kevin a bunch of pancakes, and he was like, all right, try to beat Big E's record of all these pancakes in under five minutes. Mm-hmm. And Kevin was like, oh, what the hell? And they started the timer, and he started eating. Cut to commercial break. It comes back, and all the pancakes are gone except for, like, one, and he beats the record. It was really funny. It, these segments were just good. Um, there was another s- – well, well, we'll get to it they right before, They keep building them up as such an ultra face where I just feel like – it would, I mean, it would generate mega heat it, if he turns heel. It fits the character of Kevin to befriend someone for a month or two and then turn on them. Because it makes sense because there would be storyline sense because, I mean, he was supposed to get that right to the title and he had it, but then he... Got it at Fastlane, I guess. Yeah, but... But, I, yeah, I know, know, he I know was, what you mean. His, his, his match was overshadowed by Kofi. Yes, 100%. Um, so then we had the first shakeup move for SmackDown was the Intercontinental Champion Finn Balor. I love this. Same. Finn has been on SmackDown or on Raw. And so. you thought it wasn't a coincidence that all his gear turned blue, and I brought it to your attention last week. Yeah. I I knew he was going to SmackDown. <laughs> I was just giving you shit when he said that, when he said that. I've been saying Finn to SmackDown forever. Um. I just. I just want to point that out. This is actually – they didn't change the mid-card titles last year. They didn't? No. Did, did they if keep If you them? remember, Jinder showed up on Raw but then lost the belt to Jeff Hardy. And then Jeff jumped to SmackDown the next night with the belt because Seth was Intercontinental Champion last night. And they were like, oh, my God, Raw has both belts. But yeah, then, then Jeff, Jeff, just, Jeff jumped with the U.S. belt. Anyway, uh, so Finn had a match against Ali. Fantastic match. Just absolutely – it made Ali look – Really good in defeat. Like, really, really good. Coup de gras, I'm assuming, put yep. him away? Yep, coup de gras put him away. Handshake after the match. 
Nice. Yep. Very good. Can't wait for whatever Finn does on the blue brand. Um, next, we had Charlotte Flair versus Carmella. All right. Well, I mean, last year, if you think about well, it. Yeah. yeah, this was just a more means to an end to get to a different segment because R-Truth was out there with Carmella, obviously. And after the match, R-Truth was tending to Carmella and Lars Sullivan's music hit. Lars is now an official member of SmackDown. A lot of people thought that this meant he was going to be on both brands, but he is officially yeah, listed screw, as SmackDown. Yeah, because screw a su- superstar right. shakeup. But yeah, no, right. he is officially, they changed it because he was listed as an official Raw guy, but then it changed. they changed it to SmackDown. So he is officially on SmackDown. I don't like that move, but we'll get to that when we actually talk more about the shakeup. Um, but yeah, Lars just beat up R-Truth. He did have a moment where he looked at Carmella in the corner and had a big old creepy smile on his face. But then Carmella just kind of slowly left the ring, <laughs> uh, and then he continued to beat up R-Truth. This was good. And then we had, oh, God, with Becky Lynch come out. Mm-hmm. This was a segment and a half. <laughs> Becky Lynch came out, and she said, yeah, I'm, I'm Becky Two Belts, so I'm going to be on both brands, which means I kind of have to have two feuds basically i can pick a fight with, i have a license yeah. to pick a fight with whoever i this was the only thing i know from smackdown because i literally watched a video on youtube i would hope I, got you, I would hope you did well, of course it involves um, a certain someone on here that I'm. well this brought out ember moon i think ember is going to be great on smackdown oh ditto um which then brought out bailey as a singles competitor she made it very clear that she's a singles competitor um again i think she'll be good on smackdown they booed her bailey well, they didn't boo her. They booed that reference to Sasha. They booed that they that she's a single star, is what I gathered from it. See, no, because when she said Sasha Banks, then they booed the dog shit out of her. And then they just kept on kind of like booing her. But yeah, so then this brought out the Iconics. <laughs> Iconics were great. The yeah, Iconics are also going to be dual branded. Oh, well, yeah, of because the belts, the belts yeah. Um, but they are SmackDown. They're SmackDown stars. Um. This was just great because they came out and they were like, oh, "We've heard, we heard the word two belts, but Ember, you don't have two belts. Bailey, you don't have two belts. Becky, you have two belts, but they're not as good as our belts." And it was so good. They're so good. I love them. I, I just love them so much. Um, so this brought out Paige. Paige then said, "Hey, remember last week I said I have a tag team to to face the Iconics." This brought out Mandy. <laughs> Mandy and Sonya came out and is like, it's about time that Absolution returns. Paige was like, ah, hold on a second. Not you guys. <laughs> Absolution's going to have to wait because I have my newest tag team, Asuka, mm-hmm. and a main roster debuting, Kyrie Sane. Who was right? You were right. Who was right? You were right. Thank I, you. I mean, I knew this, what, last week, Tuesday, when they filmed the NXT tapings. Right. Yeah, no, I, 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 I was under the impression they were going to keep her until yeah. about SummerSlam, until you told me about the taping thing. Yeah, and, and that's I when I went crazy. I like, like, oh, what's I, happening? Okay, I like this because I like Kyrie Sane, and she's going to be good with Asuka. I love Kyrie Sane. I don't like this because I would have rather them just bring up the Sky Pirates. The to- Sky Pirates. Agreed, but I also think because EO hasn't had a full fledged major run. Does she need one? Yes. Why? They brought her over and made her out to be the next biggest thing when yeah. they when they signed her and this big Japanese superstar and the Mae Young Classic and everything. 
and granted, she did she did lose to Tony Storm, but right. Still, I think that it just, in my opinion, it just makes sense for EO to have a. She doesn't have to win the belt, but to have her have a genuine one on one beef with Shayna at NXT, which it feels like they're building to because right. of this Kyrie thing. Right, and they don't. And it gives EO in it a full year, like a full fledged year in NXT, and then you could call her up next year at the end of Mania, or ha- or have her up by the time uh ta- by the time uh Mania goes right. to Tampa, and then actually form the Sky Pirates because you know Mania is going to be at a stadium where there's a big right. ass pirate ship. Uh, I just would have preferred Sky Pirates stay together. I would have preferred. I would have preferred EO come up. Because the, I think there's enough talent on the women's roster on, in NXT for EO not to – she doesn't necessarily need that moment. I think she can come up to the main roster and just get over because she's good. <laughs> you know, but that's – it's whatever. So, yeah, that they're the new tag team. This brought out – or this made a eight-woman tag match, I believe, mm-hmm. where Kyrie Sane got the pin on Peyton Royce. To with the, the insane elbow, which is a phenomenal elbow, it really is not the phenomenal elbow <laughs> or phenomenal no, forearm. forearm, but yeah, that this was good, and I think it's good. I don't like the pairing of Paige and Asuka and Kyrie Sane, but it's gonna be good for them because the biggest hang up for Asuka has always been that she can't talk, obviously, in Vince's eyes. Um, neither of them can. I mean, Kyrie has better exactly. English than that's, Asuka, that's what but... I'm saying. That the hang up for Asuka in the past what two or three years that she's been on the main roster is that she can't talk so adding this mouthpiece of Paige is going to be very good for them i think well, and they could have done that with her just as a singles competitor too but in a way they did bury her as a singles competitor because yes. vince is stupid so let's pair with my girl Kyrie. agreed uh da, 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 da. all right then we had kofi versus kofi xavier and kevin owens the new new day Versus mm. Cesaro, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Rusev. Oh, yeah, so that happened earlier. Rusev and Nakamura were just standing backstage. Cesaro just walked up and was like, hey, they have three people. I'll tag with you guys. Apparently, Sheamus had visa issues. Visa? Because it's in Montreal. Uh, Apparently, okay. he just couldn't go there. Either that, or maybe he'll be announced later this week to go to Raw. I wouldn't mind that, because Cesaro should be a single star, and it should be Cesaro versus Kofi Kingston. I was hoping they would set that up in this match. That didn't happen. Uh, Trouble in Paradise to Rusev, and then a stunner, which actually was more of a snapmare. But because uh, <laughs> Rusev sold it by going forward and down instead of so. So Kevin literally tweeted, "I'm so good. I didn't need the stunner. I won with the snapmare." I thought <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. But before the match, they were they were backstage, and Kevin started doing the Big E intro. And they were like coaching him into it, like no, 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 like, re- like really from the oh, gut. Oh, they televised. Yeah, they televised, and then he did it, and it was fantastic. It was amazing. Um, so yeah, the, I hope they did the unicorn stampede with Kevin. I I hope that they do this for a while. May it can lead to a heel turn. I guess I wouldn't mind it. What and then Biggie comes out and saves the day. Yeah, or they could just do this, and then Kevin can go off and do his own thing. I I like babyface Kevin right now. So do you think this? Is, do you think this is just a one off? No, that was that was a one. It might be. <laughs> I'm gonna hold out hope that it's not. Because storyline doesn't exist in the superstar shakeup. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I don't, I don't think they have anything else for Kevin anyway. So next, this was the final p- part of the show. Vince McMahon had a big announcement, the mm-hmm. biggest acquisition in SmackDown Live history. History. He said this man is tough. He's got charisma. He he's popular. 
ladies and gentlemen, Elias. Elias. <laughs> I loved this. I absolutely loved this. He's like, I don't put my stamp of approval on a lot of people, but this man has earned it. Blah, blah, blah. I absolutely love this. And then so Elias came out and he's like, I'm glad you see my potential. Blah, blah, blah. I'm glad that, you know, this is a man who knows what WWE stands for. Blah, blah, blah. He started to do his strum thing. Out comes Roman Reigns. The actual biggest acquisition. Um, Actually, I think kayfabe Elias still is, but whatever. Roman comes out. Superman punched to Elias. Superman punched to Vince. And Roman is, yeah, this is my yard now. Which is great. He looked very. He was very serious. He was very badass. I loved it. He started to leave, and he came say, back the way and gave he, Elias a spear. I want to say, uh, going back to how I was just the way that he spoke is just. Yes. There's something different about the way that he speaks now on the mic, where it's just there's more conviction. There's less. He he's playing more of that brooding. I'm gonna kick your ass on any given second, Roman. That I know you personally wanted a lot more. I would argue this is the exact same Roman we saw a year ago. When he beat only this time, he's being cheered. <laughs> he's still saying this is my yard. Well, I mean, yeah, because he well, he was always saying yeah. it was his yard. The, I I'm just I I personally think this is the exact same Roman character, but this time he's just being cheered. But I'm you all think, for it. You think so? Now you, you think it's the same Roman? Character? I think so. He's gonna be the badass face. Like that's who he is. Well, I mean, yeah. If he if he just goes back to just actually talking and. Because, I mean, he's he's now become this transcendent guy as far as, you know, him being mega popular in WWE and him having touch and him having, like, being, like, a symbol for so many people, you know, with, with his personal battles and right. everything, too. So he's become this transcendent guy and all of that. Um, And the fact that he's not doing the stupid whack-ass promos and everything, he's just, he's going to be, he's being, he's being like the brooding, he's yeah. a he's a brooding badass, which they, is exactly I, what he needs I, to be. They've been doing that for like two years they, now with him. They waffled with him, I thought. They Over wa- the last year before he got sick again, that that's what they were doing with him. Yes and no, they waffled a lot, and then they were struggling, and then... I think it, I think a lot of that, even if it was the same guy, it got lost in translation because it was the concept of oh, Ro- Roman's chasing Brock. Uh, Roman's well, chasing Brock. The Shield stuff also right, happened too. Right, and then they saved face by reuniting the Shield. Yeah. So, um, so I personally love this. Okay, one hundred percent. I am all in. If it. if it would have actually been Vince saying, "This is my stamp of approval. This is the guy, Roman Reigns." He I think been he would have booed out the ballpark because that's reality that we know mm-hmm. that he's Vince's guy, mm-hmm. and that's the reason we hated him the first time. So most Vince, hated him the first time, th- right? Vince, Vince, like trolling us and like actually being like my stamp of approval. This is the next. This is the future of WWE. Well, me personally, I had no idea he was actually uh, Roman was going to SmackDown. I had a strong feeling they were teasing it hard did, on SmackDown. Did they? They're on Raw. They were like. Oh, this could be the last time we see Roman and Seth on the same show. They tease it pretty hard. Um, I didn't watch Raw. So fair. Really... Um, but yeah, the the fact that he, tech, he kind of in kayfabe put his stamp of approval on another guy, and Roman came out despite that, and Superman punched Vince. <laughs> that puts the on-screen persona away from the company guy that we know Roman to actually be, mm-hmm. which I think is great. So I personally love this. He's on SmackDown now. And they am, need a they need a big they need a big money guy with a Fox deal coming exactly. later this year. I am I said it at WrestleMania. I am fully behind Roman Reigns right now. 
Welcome to the club. I'm glad. For, I'm. I'm glad you could join us, buddy. They have about. Welcome. They have until SummerSlam. If they fuck it up before SummerSlam, <laughs> if he says suckering succotash once, I'm out. <laughs> You're on a thin, thin ice, WWE. I want to like Roman. He's a good wrestler. He's a good guy. I want to like him. On thin ice, you know, but stop. he's on my blue brand, so I'm okay with it. Stop being negative, all right? Smack. It's WWE. <laughs> How can I not be negative? You're right, but you know what? Live in the moment, man. Roman Reigns is coming over to the A show. Do my gender breathing. Yeah, issues. I'm gonna say you got, you got, Shanti. you gotta do Shanti. You know, he's on the apparently, A. He's on the A show. <laughs> everything's great. Apparently, everything's uh, fine. Gender is being repackaged. Apparently, as what? No idea. What can they? Okay, so they go. So so for they go from him being the modern day Maharaja, Maharaja to three MB to a more serious and jacked and much more dedicated Maharaja. modern day Maharaja. To what? What we'll could see. they possibly? Are they? They're gonna. Maybe he's the puppet master. <laughs> anyway, all right. If they let's... do some freaking voodoo bullcrap with gender, I'm gonna call all forms of racism. I'm I mean, hey, all of it. There's a reason that they put Asuka and Kyrie Sane together. That's all I'm going to say. You're right. And they offset There's it. There's a reason that Cesaro joined Rusev and Nakamura. Yep. There's... The only reason they offset Paige and Kyrie was, I mean, Kyrie and Asuka was they slapped Paige on there, who's as Irish as they can get. British. Brit. She's Irish. She's not Irish. Paige? No, she's British. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's focus on the actual shakeup. And the stars and what it means for the brands and for the superstars themselves. AJ Styles on Raw. Big. Fantastic. He's a, you said it yourself. He did everything he possibly could yep. on SmackDown. SmackDown SmackDown Live quite literally was the the house that AJ Styles built. He carried so. that brand. He did. For three years. Was it? So. He he became the, the face of SmackDown and it can be argued one of the faces, if not the third biggest face in the entire company behind Roman and Cena. Yeah. In no particular order. And I, it just freshens up the main event of Raw, which it desperately needed. Can you think of the dream matches? Uh, Strowman versus AJ. Seth versus AJ. McIntyre versus it. McIntyre versus, versus AJ. AJ. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, there's a lot here, and I, I can't wait. Um, yeah, I think that's great. Miz, I think, is good. The only argument for Miz... Staying on SmackDown that I heard was that Miz and Mrs. plays right after SmackDown on the USA Network. Mm -hmm. So you, ideally, you would want him there to cut a promo to be like, "Hey, stick around and watch." The counter argument to that is that Raw is a bigger audience. Yep. The also also the counter argument that I came up with last night, which is probably way out there and probably not even in anyone's mind, come October. Well, if he was still on SmackDown on Fox, that do that does nothing for Miz and Mrs. On yeah, the would they even let him plug a TV show from another? I can I can network. answer that question for you right now. No, exactly. <laughs> That's my thinking of why they did. I don't know. I think it's good. A Miz has jumped every every split, every superstar shake. And he's, by he's the dumped. law, by the law of the Miz effect, uh, Raw is going to be the better show for the next year. That's how it's been. That's very true. When Miz, the the two times that Miz has been on Raw, we had the AJ Styles, uh, 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 uh James Ellsworth stuff, and then we had the Jinder Mahal experiment. Mm -hmm. 
the experiment. Good you God, call they're it. gonna give Lars the championship. <laughs> <laughs> what on SmackDown? Oh, God. Probably. All right, uh, Ricochet and Black. I don't know, man. If, with Roman being over at, at they're SmackDown. not gonna have Kofi lose the belt to Roman. No, no, no. I'm not talking about the belt. I'm just talking about like they'll be able to say. If by law of the quote unquote Miz effect, oh, is I see true, what you mean. Ro- I think I feel Roman offset can offset the Miz effect. By, I also think by him yeah, being Roman I, Reigns. I just yeah, we'll get to it. But I think, I, I, especially their women's division is strong on SmackDown. Oh hell yeah! Uh, the additions of Lars, Buddy Murphy, Finn Balor, and Roman, I think are just crazy good. And don't let's not forget Daniel Bryan's over there. Yep, we can do Daniel versus Roman. Which I think, which would be amazing. Oh yeah. Anyway, okay. So they have themselves a pretty damn good ro- uh, uh, roster split. Uh, Fast and Furious, Ricochet and Alistair Black. You're you're sticking, sticking with, with, that, with that, aren't you? Um, I hate this <laughs> <laughs> because they're still a tag team. Yes. Is that the only reason why you hate it? Yes. Okay. If they were on the same brand and they were single stars, I'd be fine. But they're still a tag team. And they still have sound effects in their fuck. Ricochet has ricochet sounds. Like really? bullets. Like bullets like bouncing and like ricocheting. <laughs> like it's stupid. It's so stupid. Um I would have Vince loves his sound effects. In ideal in an ideal world, Ricochet would have stayed on Raw and Alistair would have went to SmackDown. Or vice versa. Either way, I just wanted them as single stars. I think there's enough tag teams. Especially on Raw. Well, yeah, now the Raw tag them. division actually looks not like a If joke. anything, if they're going to stay on a tag team, they should have went to SmackDown. Uh, in my I'm say, SmackDown is yeah. kind of... Their depth isn't as deep anymore. I don't want to say it's thin, but it's... It's very thin. It's very thin. Wait, run, run, me, down, run me down the tag teams on SmackDown. Hardys. Yes. Rusev Nakamura. Yes. Good Brothers. We think. Yeah, as long as they're still they're, they're, as long as they're staying. Cesar- heavy, heavy machinery are officially yep. there. The bar question mark. The bar, question mark. The new day. New day. Correct. Colognes. Really? Yeah. They still they're still alive. Oh yeah. They're still an actual tag team mm-hmm. on on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Damn! What the hell do they do? They do they just drift in main event the entire time? They're probably dancing with No Way Jose. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Who out of there takes the belts off of the Hardys? No one. Hopefully Heavy Machinery. That's my ideal. I think Heavy Machinery are fantastic. All right. Um, Eric and Ivar. <laughs> uh, War Raiders, I think it's good for them. I think it's a little early for oh, them to come up. it's mega early for them. It's good that they're opinion. on Raw. Yeah. I think they're going to be good. They're big guys doing flippy stuff. I think Vince big is going to look. Big guys doing flippy stuff. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. <laughs> I think Vince is going to like him. I really do. I think Vince will be very behind him and push them. At I love that. I just love that phrase, flippy stuff. <laughs> I personally think the War Raiders take the belts off of Hawkins and Ryder at Money in the Bank. It's only a matter of time before you know the Usos get that damn belt. Oh, Usos versus War Raiders. Sign me up. Oh, give me all of that. <laughs> um... Yeah, I thought that they might saying, do. And when that tag team happens, you might see a fracture in the podcast. <laughs> I, um, I might, or I thought they might do some sort of small winning streak for Kurt Hawkins, but then Zach took the pin this week, so they're I'm, protecting Kurt. Yeah, quote but unquote. It's still a loss. Yeah. So like, I'm, I'm fully, I'm fully, thinking that the War Raiders will win at, uh, Money in the Bank. 
or eventually, this, maybe on a Raw. Is this where we get that multi-tag team ladder match at Money in the Bank? I don't want them to. Because there I don't are ladders involved idea. at Money in the Bank. Oh, oh, tag team match. Yeah, I thought there you were are. talking about tag team Money in the Bank. No, there, no, there's a hell of a lot of ladders involved with at the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. You could just let it rip right there. Yeah. Hawkins and Ryder. Yes. War Raiders. Yes. Usos, Ricochet and Aleister Black. Mm-hmm. That's just four. That just just those four would be. That's the only four you really need in that phenomenal. match. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. I guess. And then Eric and Ivar can win. Hey Vince, buddy. <laughs> you yeah. Can use that one for free. Uh, yeah, you can use that one for free. But just to let you know, I graduate in four weeks. Holla at your boy. I'll be a broadcaster. Um, I'll work with Pat. <laughs> I want to work with Pat. I'll be a correspondent. <laughs> um, Andrade and Zelina. Big. I think they could have stayed on SmackDown. Yeah, but they weren't doing much in SmackDown. But they could have. They could Especially have, Especially with yeah. Finn. Like, the, the that match was phenomenal. They could have. I, 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 I don't mind them moving to Raw. I think it'll be good. They can push him. And they can finally finish up that match. He could finally finish up that Mysterio feud. Right, right. Maybe that's why they did it. Maybe they wanted to move Ray, so they wanted to move Andrade, too. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why they did it. I don't mind it. I hope – I like that they're focusing on Andrade with Zelina as the manager. I like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the focus on Zelina. As much as good as she is, I, I want the fo- – she's a very good manager, so I, I want them to continue. Um, Ray Mysterio, not too much on that. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy and Jay, fantastic. I was so happy. Talk about, like, th- this shakeup is really, it really does feel like a reset button for a lot of people. It does. And it's not like, it's not like AJ needed it. It's not like Andrade or any of these guys. Or, or, well, or Andrade Usos. just needed stuff to do to yeah, showcase well, yeah. his talent. So but it wasn't a reset, but like, he needed shit to do. And, and the Usos, too. Like, it's yeah, not they like, don't need a reset. It's not like these guys needed it. But when they came out on on Raw, they just felt big. It felt like a big move. Yeah, the yeah it. I mean, granted, for me, it's naturally always kind of oh, like right. that because I'm an USO fan. But like, it's but, just it's just nice. Oh, agree, hundred percent. Like I like I was like I was uh, um about to say, like you take out you take out me being naturally biased towards the USOs. Like it was one of the things where you're just like, oh hell yeah, the USOs on Raw. Like yeah. this this is what it's about. You want your big you want your big guys on. Mm-hmm supposedly the big the big a show and it had that like you said it had that feel the usos crossing over it was like all right they 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 tore they tore the place up on smackdown and same as aj they've done everything they exactly could. now yeah. you bring them over to raw and they still ha- and they're bringing over that quality where they built up smackdown yeah and they're bringing that over to the quote-unquote in wwe terms the a show mm-hmm. good god uh naomi Good. Because she's married to Jimmy? Yes. I, or is it Jay? She's married to John. Don't know which one that is, but I know that that's... Jonathan his... Fatou, yes. Um, Good for her. I, she wasn't... She she would have got lost in the shuffle for sure. Just, yeah, there, she, there's too many. She w- Which is unfair to Naomi. Oh, 100%. To be down in the pecking order if yeah. she remained on but SmackDown. But she's a, she's a good wrestler and a safe pair of hands for this kind of younger... Mm-hmm. Not... Like she almost is like one of the top people on Raw right now. I think by default she becomes yeah. one of like the it, top. It literally uh, goes like Becky, Sasha, Sasha question Naomi. mark. Well, but I, I'm presumably Sasha. I'm I'm thinking Sasha stays right, and Naomi and Lacey's up there now too. But right, 
And then who knows if there's another if there's I any, any more moves due to that due right. to the untelevised shakeups. Um, I I think Ruby will be up there. I think as a single star. Oh we'll yeah, now they can finally push her. Yeah. And I they made Sarah Logan look pretty strong during exactly. during the battle royal. So I so I assume they're ones. about to be pushed. Uh, EC three. I hope they do something with EC three. I'm hoping what happened on Smack on Raw was we don't have Joe. Let's do a a segment to make Strowman look bro- uh, strong. Feed him EC3. I'm hoping that they actually do something with EC3. Put Drake Maverick on him. Well, we got EC3 having a televised entrance on, on Raw, so that was a start. That's also true. Put put Drake Maverick on him. They teased it in a dark match on SmackDown last week. Didn't they, oh, Was it a SmackDown dark match or was it a main event match? It was a SmackDown dark match, I believe. Okay. Uh, but... Don't they have history together when when e, when EC3 was Ethan Carter and uh, Drake was Rockstar Spud? Yes, they have phenomenal chemistry together. They're very good friends off camera. I think they, he's I think he's in uh, Drake's wedding. I I wouldn't be surprised. He's in Drake's yeah. wedding. So I those two would be gold together. Uh, Lacey is officially on Raw. That's fine. She apparently she is going to be positioned as one of the top females replacing Ronda. As like the the top three of Charlotte, really? that's been the report for the last couple months. Really, yeah. So we'll see. They, they might push her to the moon. Eric Young. Okay. Yeah, and Cedric. I think Cedric's gonna be fantastic for Monday Night Raw. I sense a name change. Yeah, just Cedric. <laughs> I can see that, one hundred percent. All right, and then the SmackDown moves. Roman Reigns. Massive. That that's a Massive. big get. That's it's a huge. big get. It it changes up like literally switching AJ and Roman just freshens up the main event scenes for both of them. Mm-hmm. I I'm I there's such a paradigm. It's such a clear. The moment Roman's music hit on SmackDown, you could sense the paradigm shift yeah. already. Just take a massive shift. I'm struggling to think who will face Kofi right away. I think if by, I think by the way they're building it up, I think you they they uh, turn KO. Which would suck, but I think. Yeah. But we've seen this song. You've said it before. We have seen this song and dance yeah, before. You're right. As much as I don't want it, you're probably right. Uh, Finn Balor. I don't want it. Finn Balor, I think, is a, another great one. I think, I think they, that really freshens Finn up. Apparently, SmackDown, because of the Fox deal, wants a more, to put it lightly, athletic roster. Which, the the joke, why does Fox want an athletic roster? Because they want it to be more of a sport. Fair enough. It's going to be less promo, more wrestling, as compared to what it is right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's still obviously going to be promos and comedy ske- comedy things, but less. So it's going to be more of a wrestling show. So not to be mean to not to be mean to Joe, but the Joe Finn trade makes sense in that. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, Joe's athletic for his size, but Finn is but just his size uber is, athletic. Well, yeah, yeah, I think they're looking for fit guys. <laughs> I don't want to sound mean, but that I, that it sounds I, like I that's what they're drift. looking for. I get yeah. your drift. Um, so you think that was you see? So that was a trade because Fox. I think so. Okay, yeah, I think so. Um, Elias, I don't like this. Go on, I'm curious. Elias is a good act to fill time, which apparently SmackDown will be moving to three hours when it goes to Fox. Really? Possibly. Wow, I prefer them just at the two hour. It was very financially beneficial for both USA and Raw and WWE so because Fox. of advertising. Oh, so Fox is gonna you take, get yeah. basically another twenty two minutes of advertising. Fair enough. So 
I guess in that sense it makes sense, but I just think as of right now it makes more sense for someone like Elias to be on Raw where they need more time to fill. Because I feel like that he's he's I, I hope he's not on every show because that's going to get real repetitive in a two-hour show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just I, I want him to wrestle more. I, I, and he doesn't necessarily need to do his little ladies and gentlemen Elias shtick before every match. I don't know, but I kind of like the idea of Greg Hamilton saying it. True. I, I'm just – I don't want it to get too repetitive. I want there to be some matches where he just comes out and he wrestles and then he leaves. And then the next week he can do it. I, I don't know. Well, I'm I'm not confident on it. I think he's better a better fit on Raw, but we'll see. I think Bailey switching to SmackDown is a good move, especially as a single star. I, mm-hmm. I'm worried about the women's tag titles. That it's literally just going to be one team, and then the next team wins it, and then the next team wins it, and then a new team wins it, and then a new team wins it. Like, because now Boss and Hugger just dead. Basically. And now... Bailey didn't come out with a Boss and Hug on SmackDown, did she? She had it on Raw. But she didn't wear it on... She wore her, like, her old... Her uh, Macho Man stuff, didn't she? She wore her jacket. I don't think she was wearing a shirt. I don't think so, no. She's just wearing her gear and a jacket, it looks like. Right. I don't know. I... Hmm... It just feels like next they're going to be Oscar and Kyrie, mm-hmm. and then they're going to move on to someone else, not the Iconics, and right. then that person's going to move on to a new team. It just it feels like there's not going to be any feuds outside of the title feud, and it's not going to – it's just going to – I don't know. I don't have very high hopes for the women's tag belts, unfortunately, because it's – in WWE's creative eyes, it's both women and tag teams. That's not creative. Uh, that's Vince's eyes. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's not a lot of focus on the women, and there's not a lot of focus on the tag teams. You put those together, not a good combination. So, we'll see. I like Ember Moon. Ember Moon's great. I think I, Ember needed this, personally. Yes. As an Ember Moon fan, she desperately needed a change she of She literally didn't do anything on Raw. She never had a feud. And granted, she did get hurt, but that wasn't until the Rumble. Right. Um, she but, was literally just a place. She's exactly mm-hmm. what I said. She was a few pot Like, what about two three months ago on this very same show like oh a woman's like there's a woman's tag team a a multi-woman tag team where they don't have another woman where's ember i think uh, for a lot of these women it was unfortunate last year because of the whole ronda rousey thing the it was very much built around ronda so unfortunately no one else was getting anything which makes sense so hopefully this is a hard reset you can do multiple feuds with all of these things, I think it'll be good. Right, and I and I do think that Becky it will be the type of uh, uh, lady on the roster who will get the most out of every superstar she faces, whether yes. it's Lacey, whether it's Naomi, whether it's Peyton Royce, whether it's whomever. Yeah, you know she will make the most. She'll everybody will get a respect, a really good time to shine and everything, which isn't a knock on Ronda, but you said it yourself. The moment Ronda made came to WWE. It was Ronda, 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 Ronda Rousey, but for very good reason. Right. It, now just, it's it was sh- just unfortunate. Right. Now it's time to showcase the division. If, if this is a yes. revolution, it's time to showcase what these women can do. Kyrie Sane. Kyrie Sane. <laughs> oh, 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 my heart. Oh, my heart. I think it's good. I'm so happy. It's good for her to both be in a tag team oh. and for her to be with uh, or have a manager because I think – 
and as much as good as she is my cynistic my my cynicism eyes says if she was a single star with no manager on the main roster she would not do very much realistically you're not wrong they wouldn't push her you're not she's wrong she's smaller than oscar correct i don't know mm, mm-hmm. i would mm, i would say oscar's a little better I would. Yeah. I love Kyrie, but I would still take right. Asuka over Kyrie. So, like, I, I think this is very good. The, the position that they have put her in is very good. And eventually they could do something They'll with turn, her. They could turn her loose. I think she should win the Women's Battle Royal next year at WrestleMania. It only makes sense because they're playing out of football. They're going to have so, Mania at a stadium with a so, big-ass pirate ship. I think that's very good. I, good for Kyrie. Uh, Lars, I don't like this. I think Lars should have been on Raw. I guess maybe they're – oh, God, because they moved Joe over, so it actually kind of makes sense. Because you, you have – now on Raw, you have Joe and Strowman. Presumably Joe, you would think. Presumably, yeah, I'm assuming. And technically Lesnar. You have no, a Lesnar lot of – Lesnar comes and goes as he pleases. I, but he's a Raw. You know what I mean. Like, yeah. They have a lot of big guys, so I guess that makes sense that Lars is – I just don't – I'm not a huge fan of Lars. I don't like the that, – that, okay, that sounds harsh. Lars is a very good big man. He's a very he's, he's a decent wrestler. I just don't like big men in WWE because of how they're pushed over the little guys. Mm-hmm. Like Bob, Bobby Lashley is a great example. Mm-hmm. How he was just like Finn can't beat Bobby unless he's the demon. Like that that doesn't make it. I don't like that. I right. don't like that kind of booking. So I'm a little scared for how they book Lars. So we'll see. Buddy Murphy, fantastic. He is ready to move up. Uh, ever since Super Showdown, when he won the Cruiserweight Championship, he has just lit 205 Live on fire. He's been phenomenal in every match. He was a great champion. I think he's going to be great on the main roster, especially if they put him in a feud with, like, Finn Balor or something. I think it will be just phenomenal. Liv Morgan, she's very much going to get lost in the shuffle. Mm-hmm. Very much going to get lost in that shuffle. That's all I can say. Yeah, that's just an unfortunate split up there. I mean, the SmackDown, th- it's literally Becky, uh, Ember Moon, Bailey, Charlotte, Carmella. Yep. And then you have people like oh, the Iconics. Now the Sky Pirates 2.0. And then that you is, have. That's the name you're sticking with for them, Sky Pirates <laughs> yeah, 2.0. I guess. Or we could go with the Pirate Experience. That's fine. Nah, nah. <sighs> leave the. I, I don't know. Pirate experience. Everything's the experience. This is the first drug KO experience. The pi- the pirate and the mask? I don't know. Uh, the pirates of tomorrow. The pirates of tomorrow. Wrestle talk. Thank you. I did hear that one, actually. Uh, yeah, but Liv and Mickey James, who was also announced, they're both going to very much be lost in the shuffle uh, on SmackDown. Um, Chad Gable. Fantastic. Oh, did did they split them? They split them. Chad Gable did they? and no Bobby Roode. Okay, I so did. I did. I did not know that. Bobby is now a singles guy on Raw, which you know what that means. He'll turn please fantastic stuff. He kind of teased it even during he has, at the well, end of that he, tag team. They've been a heel tag team for recently. So it yeah. only makes sense. Yeah, please, please, Chad. Arguably, I don't know if they're gonna do this, but they should pair him back up with Shelton Benjamin. Where's Shelton? SmackDown. Is he still there? Yeah, he was not moved to Raw as of right now. So I think pair him back with Shelton, another tag team. It's the best you can do. Otherwise, he's gonna get he's gonna get lost behind Buddy Murphy, Finn Balor, mm-hmm. all these other guys, Daniel Bryan. He's just gonna get lost behind all that. Uh, 
Apollo Crews. <laughs> Squash matches. Basically. <laughs> Unfortunately. Um, and Otis and Tucker of Heavy Machinery. Thank God. They're going to be a good SmackDown. Uh, I like them a lot. I think they'll be a good SmackDown ro- or tag team. Uh, hopefully, I, I can see the belts on them. I could very much see them. I think they could be a very over tag team if they, if given the opportunity. Especially if especially if, if they take the belts from the Hardys, that's a nice rub to get from yeah. from a legendary tag team as the Hardy Boys. I completely agree. Yeah. So those are all the official moves as of right now. We'll see if anyone come up. We'll talk about if they make any more between now and next week. We'll talk about them on the show right. next on next week's Wednesday right. show. A um, couple other things I want to touch on real quick. Um, Luke Harper requests his WWE release. Highly unfortunate. Highly unfortunate. Probably one of the more talented big men they had. Yeah, the I'm, I'm not exaggerating. This man is one of – he is a fantastic wrestler. He's a good storyteller. He's a good promo. Mm-hmm. He, This is a huge, huge loss for WWE. I hope he goes back at some point. I wouldn't mind him in AEW. I think he goes to AEW. I wouldn't mind it at all because he is just phenomenal. Um, another one is Alexander Wolf, as we mentioned earlier with Sanity. He he said goodbye to WWE. No one knows exactly what that means yet, but Sanity is kind of dead. I hope Killian Dane moves over to NXT UK. I think that would be good. Killian Dane versus Volter would be fucking fantastic. Question. Yes. Question, and I don't know if it was announced, where's Nikki Cross? That's a great question. <laughs> she was not confirmed for either brand. So they so they sent all the all the you know you know how I how I call those those waves of NXT calls when they hit the hard reset at the end of 2018. So they sent the first wave of they sent all of the first the wave of NXT calls. Yeah, yeah, they sent the on the way to WWE call-ups to a brand, but Nikki, EC3's somewhere, Lacey's EC3, somewhere, Lacey, heavy, heavy machinery. machinery. Lars, not Nikki. Nikki. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. Um, I'm getting agitated by the lack of Nikki. Yeah, uh, Sasha tried to quit. We know this. Yep, we all we know that. Story. You saw the story about how Sasha and uh, what's in it were like whining and moping around. I would be too at, at the end of WrestleMania, right? If I was told I was getting these tag team titles that we've been waiting for for years, and you put it on the two you, faces of the women's division. Yeah, I, I'm saying if I'm Sasha and Bailey, and I hear we're finally getting these belts, we're going to win them, and we're getting told that we're going to have them for a long time, we're going to defend them on Raw, we're going to defend them on SmackDown, we're going to go down and defend them in NXT. And then they don't get to do that. They lose them at WrestleMania on what was probably a day of decision. I, From what everything it sounds like, it sounded like it was a day of decision. I would be upset, too. I don't blame them at all. It's just unfortunate. Sasha's taking it really hard. I don't blame her. She's a very passionate person. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it all gets cleared out and she comes back and she gets a push as a single star in Raw like she deserves. Um, because a heel Sasha versus Be- Becky feud would be awesome and the other one we already talked about uh biggie being injured i think that's all i i think that's all i wanted to talk about um yeah two tag team or two title matches on nxt tonight Kyrie sane versus Shayna baszler and velveteen dream versus buddy murphy Nice. Cannot wait for that. Two SmackDown stars on NXT. <laughs> Cannot wait for those matches. But yeah, that is it for the show today. Um, 
I don't know what we're going to talk about in the next show, but it'll be something sports-related. Yeah, sounds about right. Take it out. Take us away. Cool. First round KO. Three count review, more or less. Um, You can find us on most of your favorite podcasting platforms, specifically uh, Apple, specifically Spotify, specifically Anchor, which, yep. is our, which is our home base. But most of your favorite podcasts... Uh, platforms, you'll most likely find us there. Just uh, give us a follow, yeah? On Twitter, follow us at FRKO Podcast. Follow Kyle at Olsen2K18. Follow myself at Connormore underscore seven. Who all is in that class? I just walked in. A lot of people. I see Johnny and Lucas. Oh, Johnny's in there. Oh, I see one of my friends in there, too. Um, um, Three count review at the number. Three count review. Here where I've been live tweeting Ron Smackdown recently. You have. It's been very fun. At here we go, Yelich. Links in the description. I think I hit them all, didn't I? Yep. All right, cool. Cool. Next That's episode, sports. Yeah. That's it. Until the next time. <laughs> we'll see you. What do we got to do with this, though? Is that? I'm just a young college kid with all the privilege. Let's be unbelieved, so can't trust going through the villages. Dollar, dollar in Manila, so vanilla with a swirl, let the blade run. Tongue drip, slice down the middle of our nation. Heebie-jeebies, we already had this conversation. Kept me busy since day one, accusations. Pockets gained a little weight, like my ex bitch. Still the only bricks that I've been stacking, been in Tetris. Never measure up, cause we've been on a different metric. And I don't give a fuck about who the next I fill the is. hole in my soul with Palace Supreme logos Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa I just wanna jump from the top and fly solo Fill the hole in my soul with Palace Supreme logos Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo Burnt like my tongue after sipping some